You're listening to the One Word Podcast, an outreach ministry of Christ Nations Church. Hello, everybody. I am Iron Petrie, along with my wife, Star Petrie, and welcome to another broadcast of the One Word Podcast. It is an outreach of our church, Christ Nations Church, where we are the humble and honored pastors. And we're so glad that you are joining us for this particular podcast. Dear, I want to thank you publicly uh, just before we get started with uh, discussing what we're going to discuss on this podcast. I want to thank you for holding it down last time. I mean, it's been a minute since I myself have been on the podcast and uh, I listened to your podcast the last time and you did it solo by yourself. And I just want to commend you on such an amazing job and and teaching the word of God and encouraging the saints with the word of God. You did. You did an awesome job. I didn't get a chance to queue up. Welcome back, Carter. But. Welcome back, dude. Welcome back, Carter. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, I haven't been gone that long. It's just been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a little bit. But anyway, I am back, and uh, and I am so thankful to be here and so thankful to be sitting beside you to, to uh, minister to the people of God and to hopefully provide a means by which to feed you spiritually so that you can grow and develop uh, I feel like I have to do this all over again, even though I know I don't have to, but it is still, the year is still young. It is. Uh, this is the, only the second month, the month of February. It's about to wind up and be done. But uh, I just want to say a happy new year to those of you who may be hearing my voice for the first time in the year 2022. But uh, God is so good, man. Yes. I'm telling you, this year has already started off very fast and and very blessed. I mean, God is just moving and, and, and being himself. Amen. And I'm just thankful for that. Despite what you see going on in the world around you, child of God, take courage in the promise of God and take courage in knowing that God is faithful to his promise and what he has said he will also perform. And we are seeing him do that in our lives. And so welcome once again. Thank you for tuning in. We ask that you share these podcasts with family, with friends, with people you believe uh, could stand to to hear a word of encouragement in the middle of their week or for their week. Uh, and so send this out to them and let them hear it and let them become a part of it because we believe that God is indeed going to minister something to their hearts that will change their lives because we truly believe, it's not just slogan, but we truly believe that one word from God can change your life forever. I'm telling you, it can completely, radically change your life. Amen. So now the last time you were on, dear, uh, flying this uh, plane solo. You were <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about living in the spirit, and uh, and I thought that was very good, and I thought it was very relevant to the times we're living in because there's so much going on around us that wants to draw us into living according to what we see, living by the world standards, living by the the flesh or by sight, if you would. Uh, and and you were talking about uh, living in the spirit, and you spoke about it. Uh, specifically from the book of Galatians, I know you spent a lot of times in the book, spent spent a lot of time in the book of Galatians, and uh, and it's a, a very adequate book to spend time in when talking about <clears throat> living in the spirit. And so let's revisit some of those things. I think it's important that we revisit a few of those things, and let's go um, from there because I really believe it's important for you know I, I've seen uh, a lot of. Christian people get very frustrated and very upset because of how they feel as though things appear to be going for them in their personal lives, for them uh, where their finances are concerned, 
for their prospects in the world that's going on. I mean, we got so much going on. We, we've got milk prices and gas prices and things, inflation everywhere that people are upset about. And there's a lot that people are really, I like to say, destabilized by, right, where people are unsettled. And, uh, and it's very important to encourage people that as a child of God, you're not subject to just living by what you see. And neither are you limited to merely responding to what's going on in the natural world around you. It doesn't mean you don't see it. It doesn't mean you don't uh, acknowledge that it's there. But it means you have a higher thing to consider. And that is God's word and that is God's promise to you. And that really is the essence of walking in the spirit. You know, sometimes we can we can build such a we can use such language around spiritual things that we make these things sound almost complex very, you know, very much complicated for people to understand. But really walking in the spirit is walking in agreement with God's word. Amen. That's really the basic uh, basis of it. That's that's really it in a nutshell for any person out there who's ever scratched their head over. Well, I know they tell me to walk in the spirit. And but what does that mean? It's, it's very simple. It is me living my life in response to the revealed will of God in Scripture. Right. When I'm walking according to the revealed will of God to me in Scripture, I am walking in the spirit or I'm living and behaving according to the spirit. It's not anything spooky. It's not anything that's that's so lofty that you can't attain to it, you know, and that's what it is. And so we want to encourage you uh, during this time that that's what you do, that you don't sit back and look and read the tea leaves, as everybody says, and look at things going on in the world without looking, first of all, into the Word of God and discovering this is how I should act. This is what I should believe. This is how I should respond. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, you know, we're at the, we're, we're running the last leg, really, of this thing. And so it's time now for the things that we've listened to, the things that we've read, to actually be executed, right, and put into put into practice. Yeah. And I think that's really the, the difference here, that we've gone from kind of the ideas of Christianity and what that looks like to, to now, goodness gracious, I actually have to, I have to walk this out. I have to, I have to see this through. If I want to see the things, the promises that I read in the scripture um, come to place and come into manifestation in my life. Amen. But everybody is capable. We're all, you know, we, we've been given more than enough. We've got everything that we need to succeed in walking out what God's word says, you know, we need to do. So we don't have to fear that or feel as though, you know, we have to be intimidated by that. But the time is, is now, right? The time is, the time is here for us now to grow up in all things. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I want to draw your attention and I want to use this as a scripture, as a jumping off point for us here. Um, And it's found in James chapter one. I want to, I want to go over here and visit this. And I'm going to read it to you, uh, this excerpt from James, in the Amplified, the classic Amplified uh, version, um, which is, once again, an expanded version of the, where the Amplified attempts to expand the verse by including the definitions of the Greek language used that the Bible was written in. And so uh, it reads, and we're going to begin in James chapter 1, verse number 22, a very classic verse of Scripture you've probably heard. It says, but be doers of the word. Obey the message and not merely listeners to it, betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone, if, if, for if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, 
He is like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in a mirror, for he thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. But he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it and perseveres in looking into it, being not a heedless listener who who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he shall be blessed in his doing his life of obedience. So here the Bible tells me very clearly that the doers get rewarded. Mm-hmm. So that we could say to the doers go the spoils, right? That the people who look into the word of God and they do the word of God, they're going to be blessed and empowered in their doing um, versus just listening to it. I just heard it. Oh, and that sounded great but never moving into application of the word. So it's the doers that are changed. But it uses here a comparison to a man looking in a mirror as an example that I think is something worthy of, of kind of parking yet for a minute. Because it says the person that, that only listens and doesn't do, he's like a man who looks in the mirror, uh, looks at himself and then walks away and forgets what manner of man he is. Um, but the person who continues to look, not being a forgetful hearer, that person is blessed in their deed because that person's a doer. But it made me think of the fact that, you know, if you, if you look in a mirror, or let's, let's say this, if you, if you don't spend much time uh, looking in a mirror at yourself, right, to where you know what you look like, mm-hmm. you know how you fixed your hair, you know for the ladies, you know what you put on your face makeup-wise, you know whether you used blush or not that day or whatever, ladies, you know all the stuff ladies do. If you're a guy, you know what color shirt you got on. You can see that without the mirror, but you know... You know what you you put on, how you look when you walked out the door. You took the time to make sure uh, you knew what you looked like. When you walk out the door, you are less a subject to people telling you how you look, right? Like nobody can convince you of really how you, that you look a different way than what you know you look like because you checked it in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Now you take somebody who never looks in the mirror, they just roll out of bed, they get dressed and they walk out the door. Well, that person is very subject to the opinions of others because somebody could say, man, <laughs> you've got this, that, or the other on your face, and, or you, you didn't do this, that, or the other. And the person, the person doesn't know, so they have to run to a mirror to see it, mm-hmm. right? And that's the, that's the power of this example and analogy here. It's saying to us, look in the Word so that you can know who you are, so that you can know what you have. So that when you move out into the world, you're less subject to Satan's accusations and his ability to kind of pick you apart right. mentally. Because when you don't know what you look like, you become, from a spiritual perspective, you become very subject to him. You become very, uh, you're talking about walking in the spirit. It's going to be difficult to walk in the spirit if you don't spend time in the word. Because that's walking in the spirit. So if I, if I don't know what I look like and I don't know who I am once I look in that word and then I go out into the world, now Satan can lie to me about what, who I am. He can lie to me about what I have. He can then draw my attention into the flesh. He can draw my attention onto the natural. He can draw my attention onto natural things and observing natural things because I don't have an image in me of who I am because I haven't spent time in the mirror long enough. But that person who looks into this law of liberty, and I love that the Bible calls it the law of liberty, right, of freedom, that when I look into this and I'm a doer of it, I hold on to the image of who I am in the spirit. 
I hold on to what I have in the spirit. So I'm not easily talked out of it mm-hmm. when I'm out in the world living and working and doing what I've got to do, you know, and raising my children and paying the bills and, and all of the different obligations that we have. And so it's very important for every child of God, just like you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror every single morning to get dressed, people should look into the word of God every day to find yourself spiritually. You've got to dress yourself spiritually. You've got to know who you are spiritually. You've got to know what to put on spiritually. You can't just walk. You, <laughs> we, do it, we do it every day by habit with the natural, but we've got to now make that habit extend into spiritual practice. This is walking in the spirit. Mm -hmm. This is when you start to live in a level of victory over what the enemy is trying to throw at you in this world. Right. And it's, and and it's not a, um, it's not a, um, a ritual or a practice that has to be so regimented. You know what I mean? When when we say that meditating on the word of God is simply hearing the word, muttering that to yourself, reminding yourself of what the word of God says about you. And, and really remaining actively engaged um, to receive and hear the Spirit of God minister to you, to bring revelation, insight, wisdom, yes. knowledge about whatever it is that, you, that you're dealing with, whatever it is that you're going through. So I want to make sure that we make that clear, that certainly it, you know, everybody doesn't have time to sit there and have an hour-long bi- Bible study every morning no. before they get out you know, into no. the world. But you do have enough time to say, okay, I'm going to, what's the word that I want to keep my mind on today? What's that scripture Absolutely. that the Lord has really kind of burned in my heart and the thing that I think he keeps bringing to my remembrance? That's what I, I'm going to keep before me this week. That's my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we eat on that word and we stay with that word um, until he tells us to move on to something else. But I, but I just want to, I just wanted to encourage people that again, like you said, it's not something that's, that's difficult. It doesn't require that you go to go to seminary and spend, you know, tons of time and make sure you have an hour of this and an hour of that yeah. and 30 minutes of this because God is not into, you know, us trying to check boxes. That's not, that's no. not what it's about. It's, it's about really being available, right. And having Absolutely. a, having a spirit that says, okay, I'm not going to get so bogged down in the world and what's going on around me that I forget to, to remember and keep, keep priority of who God is in this entire situation for me, to me, in me. No um, doubt about it. And when we do that, I think that's when we find victory because we're not we're not walking in fear mm-hmm. or anxiety. Absolutely. And you know, in, in staying with this uh, this example of the mirror that the scripture gives here in James, <clears throat> and not to promote the idea of, of of some form of vanity in the flesh in the natural, but even practically and naturally speaking, people look at a mirror all day long, mm-hmm. off and on. Uh, they're always popping in and out of a mirror because, you know, life happens and you, you go to the restroom, you look in the mirror. You come out of there, you, you're always looking at <laughs> what you need to change, check, whether your nose is clean or whether, you know, you've got all kinds of things. And, and it's very true. And I like what you said about things not being regimented because you should be checking into the mirror of the word all day long. Amen. Just all day long. That's what meditation is. Mm-hmm. That's what looking at that scripture during lunch break is. That's what, that's what pulling aside sometimes and, while you have free time to scroll on your phone, you skip using that time to scroll uh, social media and you open your Bible app and you just remind yourself of the word of God because you're constantly checking in to see who you are spiritually. Absolutely. And you have to continue to do that because through the course of your day, you're going to constantly be getting uh, bombarded by the enemy with certain things. He's going to constantly keep firing darts at your mind. 
to try and draw you into the flesh and into the natural and thinking according to the limitations of the natural. And so it, it's not a regimen. It's not something like you said you're going to have to, you're going to be able to do always every morning. You get up and do an hour-long study or, or really concentrate. But man, every day throughout the day, you're constantly readjusting yourself. Amen. In the, in the spiritual mirror, yeah. right, adjusting yourself to the Word of God. And I think it goes so far to creating a strong resistance to all of the things that the enemy tries to bring your way. Yeah, you're, you're, it's, it's self-regulation, right? I get in there and I say, let me get myself together. Let me, yeah. let, let me look at the Word, <laughs> right, because I know my attitude is off. Yeah. I know I feel tired and anytime we feel tired, we're, you know, when you're tired, when you're hungry, what happens? You tend to kind of get real fleshy, right? Yeah. You're not you when you're hungry. You're not was you. that was that the snicker yeah. snicker you're commercial? Just, you're not you when you're hungry. And, and that's true. I mean, no, you know, not. we've seen people like, "Oh boy. You need to get something to eat." Man, I'm telling um, you. But but being able to self-regulate and maintain, you know, a, an equilibrium that doesn't get that doesn't like you said pull me onto the devil's ground. And mm-hmm. make me make me fodder for him for the day. Like, what can I play with her or him today? Oh, yeah. How how can I how can I get them off their game today? But if I stay actively engaged in the Word of God and actively engaged in my in my thought life, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean, understanding yes. that I have to cast things down, I have to say that's not God. Why am I even? You know what I mean? Why do I even feel that way? Why am I even thinking that way? Um, those Absolutely. are the things that we do, though. Those are the many victories, like I talked about before, that that lead us to a, to a, to a greater maturity and standing in, in faith and in understanding and knowledge, um, and confidence. Cause really uh, so much of it is just having a confidence to know that we know our father God. Yeah. And you know, one of the other aspects of, of living a life in the spirit and making sure you keep yourself, um, from falling prey to the adversary and to the flesh is through praise and worship. Yes. A lot of people don't understand the weapon mm-hmm. that praise and worship is. People don't understand the weapon that singing is. And I, and I want to I want to uh, draw people's attention to this one verse of scripture. It's in in Ephesians chapter five. Because while you were talking, this came to me while you were were, were saying that it says, "And be not drunk with wine." This is uh, Ephesians five and eighteen, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That there is a power in singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. There is a power in praise and worship. There is a power in worshiping God to yourself. You know, and a lot of times people, you know, when we were in the world and we were unsaved, you could you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell when somebody had went through a bad breakup by the type of music they were listening to. <laughs> Even if you didn't know they broke up, you could kind of tell what type of state emotionally they were in, where relationships are concerned, especially the ladies. The guys would do it too, but the ladies, you know, they start putting on some breakup music and they start listening to it and what have you and whatnot. And people would kind of fill up their world with what was emotionally relevant to them at the time to kind of help them cope with and deal with whatever they were dealing with and going through. People, when they were really sad, maybe they lost a job or something or other, they'd go out and drink and listen to the blues, right? right? And listen to some sad song, you know, and go into a bar and listen and just drown their sorrows there and listening to all this sad music. And there's this tendency, this human tendency we have to want to listen to and hear things that are relevant to the situation that we're dealing with and going through. Well, this this works in the spirit in the positive as well. 
you should feel, oh, glory to God, I'm telling you, I, take this. If you're listening, take this. You should feel your world with the sound that you want uh, to experience, Amen. right? Like you, you should fill your world with the music, the praise, the worship, victorious songs, singing to yourself these songs, and you fill your world with that sound. Mm-hmm. And it will drown out the voice of the adversary in many aspects. For some people, it's not just a verse of scripture. For some people, it's a song. Yeah. For some people, it's a hymn. Amen. For some people, it's a spiritual song. Sometimes it's a song that's all your own. You yeah. write your own song and sing it to yourself. Because these things have power when it comes to walking in the spirit. Because the devil will come to you with so many things. And I'm telling you, I don't know how many times going through a challenging time or a testing time, a song has come to me in my heart and in my head. And in singing that song out and singing that song to myself and just meditating on the melody and beginning to worship God through and with that song, it drowns out all of that sense of defeat or all of that, that, that emotional uh, feeling that the enemy he tries to really push on you, mm-hmm. right? Because if he can get you really drowned in your emotions, he, he, he grabs a hold of you real quick. Absolutely. Oh, he, he Absolutely. gets you real quick. Because, of course, the emotions and the way you think, all of those things uh, are connected together. And he starts to really, really take hold of your mind. And so, man, singing, worshiping, using praise and worship as a weapon it's not just something you do in church. It's not just what you do when you come to service, man. This is something that should be going on constantly throughout your life and your day. I mean, when you get in that car, crank it. <laughs> <laughs> crank it up and, and really and begin to create an environment around you that magnifies God. Yeah. And when I say magnifies God, I'm talking about that makes him bigger. Listen to music that makes him bigger. Sing songs that make him bigger to yourself and within yourself. And I'm telling you, when you live in that type of environment, if you're magnifying God, you continue to magnify God. Eventually, you magnify him so big, there is no room for the adversary. Mm-hmm. There's no room in your mind. There's no room in your emotions. There's no room in your thinking for the adversary because you've spent your day as much as you could magnifying the Lord, keeping your environment an environment that magnifies the bigness of who your God is. And I, and I just think that's, that's, that's so, so important for people who are, who are dealing with the things that we're dealing with nowadays. Well, Paul thought it important, too, because he, he wrote that again and encouraged believers again in Colossians 3 and 16. He said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Mm. So, you know, yeah, certainly we can, we can good. heed from Paul that. Maybe I really should get a song, and maybe maybe that's what you're missing. <laughs> maybe maybe you and just maybe don't have a song. And, and you, know? you know, sometimes that's one of the first things that goes for people yes. when 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 they when they go through something. One of the first things that goes is their song, mm-hmm. is their praise, mm-hmm. is their worship, right? And if Satan can, if he can steal your joy that is usually expressed through your praise and worship. He can, one, one preacher said, if he can steal your joy, he can keep your goods. Keep your goods. Man, if he Jerry can Savelle. take, uh, yeah, if he can take that, if he can steal that from you, yeah. oh, man, he gets a foothold in your mind and he gets a foothold in your emotions and in your life. And so this is a very powerful truth, man. Uh, it's, 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 it's almost something, it seems so simple, 
It seems so easy, really. That's, that's, that's just it. But I'm telling you, it is exponentially powerful in your life when it comes to walking in the spirit. Man, when you, when you don't have a song, <laughs> when, you, when you can't sing, when you can't worship, when you can't praise God, that's when you know that you've you found you're finding yourself in a really sinking situation. But when you get your song back and your praise and your worship back and begin to magnify God, you begin to move the devil out. You begin to move his thoughts out. You begin to move those emotions out of the way that he's trying to to bring upon your life and on your mind. And you get your mind off the past. Amen. You know, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit in the next podcast. But one of the things that I've discovered a lot of times for a lot of Christians is that one of the things that hinders people from really walking in victory is they become better at looking back than they are at looking forward. You know, and there's yes, a and, and and there's this uh, there's this difficulty uh, they have with being able to turn loose of or let go of the past, right? And if you're gonna walk in the spirit, walking in the spirit cannot be accomplished looking back. <laughs> you, you're just not going to be able to do it. And like I say, maybe we can get into that in the next podcast as we get ready to close this one up. But the thing that I want you to take from this podcast, the things that I, thing that I want you to hold true and dear is what we shared with you. Child of God, look in the mirror of the word and find out who you are and get your praise and worship out. Get your praise and worship back. These are important tools to walking in a constant state of victory in the word of God. And remember, it's not about regimen. It's not about making something laborious. It's about a constant awareness of who you are in God and a constant awareness of who God is in you. And you further reinforcing that by creating a sound in your world of, of praise and worship and songs and hymns and spiritual songs that magnify him that magnify who he is to you, who he is in you, and who he wants to be to you, man. And I'm telling you, God is so good. Amen. And and, uh, and I believe with, with all my heart, you, you've gotten some things from this podcast that you can glean and keep and, and, and take with you because I believe that he wants you to live in victory. God wants you to live in victory. And he has provided all of the weapons of our warfare by which we can do that and so we want to encourage you, child of God, take the time today. If you have not already, this podcast is kind of helping to facilitate this. But look in the mirror of the word. See yourself again. Find yourself again. If you feel like you've kind of drifted and gotten lost in the flesh and lost in the world system and lost in the news and lost in all the bad news and the pessimism and all the stuff that's out there in the world, man, get the word of God out and look in the mirror again to see who you are. You are victorious. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus our Lord, and then get your song back. Man, I'm telling you, start singing those songs of victory and songs of the Lord and begin to create an environment of worship in your life, in your house, and around your life. And I'm telling you, God will bring you out of whatever situation you're in into absolute and complete victory. Well, we just want to thank you for joining us on this particular podcast of the One Word Podcast. Once again, we will see you next week with another podcast. We want you to pay attention to the closer that's going to play immediately following this particular podcast so that you can find ways to connect with us, follow us, so that you can be notified and aware of when we are live or when we produce other um, ministry opportunities on our different platforms. And so we love you. God bless you. Until next time. Thank you for joining the podcast. If you were blessed and encouraged by what you heard, we invite you to share this message and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. 
Be sure to visit ChristNations.com for all the latest messages and happenings with our ministry. And engage with us on all our social media platforms, on Facebook at CNCTXK and on YouTube at Christ Nations Church. We look forward to connecting with you. And remember, one word from God can change your life forever.